Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Our spit is incredibly complex for a substance made of 99% water. It contains a genetic code that reveals the real you. And that DNA in your spit can also reveal meaningful insights about your health that could change everything. What would you do if you knew you were at a higher likelihood of developing a particular disease? Join 23 different iHeart podcast hosts as they explore their own health discoveries in the new season of Spit. Listen to Spit on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I've got so many cushions on this couch. Oh, that's it. Oh, I feel like, do I need my feet covering? I think that'll give me... That might fall asleep, you know. Go to sleep. That was freaky. Go to sleep. Go to sleep, little Danny. Gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. On today's show, we discuss if it's possible to date one of your friends. We've got all the tea on Ariana's new track, including that line about being bisexual. And victory for LGBTQ education. Woohoo! Oh, yeah! So it's just me and you this week. Oh, do you know what? I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm actually really thankful. It was stressful. It, do you know what? Editing it and chopping it all together was a bit of a stress. Yeah. Only because we all speak over each other. Our mums are laughing their heads off, having yeah. a good time. Hey, I feel like after last week, our mums could be friends, you know. My mum's been saying, oh, I'd love her to be my friend. She could come and we could go shopping. My mum's been saying the same. How She's weird. Like, I could see her be my friend. Imagine. <laughs> our mums became Bessie. And they had their own podcast. Oh, stop. <laughs> They're better. They'd be, what would they be called? Um, the know. Gossip Gaze. The, the Moody Mums. The Moody Mums. Coming up this week on the Moody Mums podcast. Imagine. <laughs> Coming nope. up. Coming up, I'm coming up, I'm coming up. It's there. This is such a weird turn. Yeah, I don't know why I always do that and that wasn't the tune. That was like the other week when I was trying to sing that Michael Jackson song. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever look up what that song was? Earth, um, Earth well song. Done, I had on. No, only because I had about four people say, you didn't know that song. What? Uh. Oh, Really? Yeah, and I'm a DJ and I didn't know a song. Mm. Oh, like like what? Like you're going to play fucking Michael Jackson Earth in the middle exactly. of a house fucking set? Exactly. 
what have you been up to? I actually don't know what you've been doing this week. Oh, I've had a lovely week. Why? What have you been doing? My Saturday gig this week was a holiday park. And when I arrived to the dressing room, um, the one of the entertainment managers came to me and said, oh, we've got a young guy here. He's 12 years old. He really loves drag. He really loves you. He's come, he's got a glitter beard on. Oh. Yeah, his mum loves drag and she's got him stuff. I don't know if he's coming in drag today, but they spoke to us last night. Right. And asked if they can come and meet you. Oh. Well, I was like, bring them in. Yeah. The whole family had glitter beards on. The oh, mom, my The God. brother, the sister. <laughs> yeah. And he was just beaming, like, to be 12 years old and just to be with a drag queen and being able to watch a drag queen. Yeah. It really made, it, it was, it was, it was really humbling. I just remember, I just thought, if I was 12 yeah. and I could have done this, I'd have been living my best life. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. When I was 12, I was in my own head thinking I was gay because bullies had made me gay. Mm. I wasn't meeting drag queens and just being my best authentic self. So anyway, I said to this kid, who do you love? Obviously, you love RuPaul, Drag Race, all of that. I said, well, shall I get you up at the end? Would you like that? And he's, he was beaming. He was, yeah. I can't tell you how beaming was. So I performed Sissy That Walk to Holiday Park full of people. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of people that probably didn't even know the song, but I didn't care. Yeah. And I never do this in a show. I always tailor the show to the audience. But for this five minutes, we tailored the show for this one kid. And I... Sp- he marched straight through the middle of that crowd as a runway and he worked it and he was sashaying and sissying Fab. and voguing and every person in the room was on their feet. And when I say it was a pinch me emotional moment, I just thought, I'm just so happy for that kid right now. Like, yeah. I've, somebody said to me afterwards, I was telling my friends and they said, do you know what? He'll probably remember that forever. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I really bloody hope so because he was fierce and... And amazing and just, I just felt really emotional with him. How nice that he's got that amazing supportive family as well. He's called Kyle. He's going to be a future star. Really made my week. Oh, amazing. Yeah. The Gossip Gaze. So, what have you done this week? I feel like I haven't seen you this week. We see each other a lot and I've not seen you. Is this podcast tearing us apart, Billy? Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so I know I mention this every week, but I am really, really dedicated at the gym now. Oh, you are. Oh, I'm, you I'm, are looking better. Do you know what? A lot of people have said as well. Like the, I've, I've got not to be really beheaded, but I've got more compliments this week than I've had in probably the past six months. Really? Yeah, just by people going, "Looking really good at the minute," and I go, "Yeah, no, I'm going to the gym." I'm like, I'm like dead excited you want to, to tell, tell everyone. Them. Yeah, yeah, but only because I'm seeing it as well, and now that I know that other people are seeing it, I'm like, right. That so, for me as a fat gal, mm. this is this this is the point that I fall off the wagon. Right. So as soon as people start telling me, "Oh, you look great," you've oh you've lost a bit of weight, oh you this you that, my head goes ding ding ding. Order those donuts. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's like, so I would say to you, this is the point where you've got to put even more effort in. Now. But for me, it's the complete opposite. Cause I'm a FFG former fat girl. Oh, <laughs> I love that. FFG. Oh, I wish I was an FFG for a bit. And now You're not a fat anymore. Again. I feel like you've actually lost weight recently. I have. Mm. Well, actually, recently I've been feeling really body positive. 
been a bit showing a bit more flesh on my Instagram, feeling myself, and then I have feeling the, you hurts. I see it. Me hurts. I see it. And then I have the the anxiety afterwards of oh, are people going to think like stating me or oh, what? Are people? And then I'm thinking no, no. And you know what? I'm not acting like I'm getting pure loads of guys messaging me, but I've had some really hot guys like reply and it's a lovely it makes feeling. Me feel that, isn't good. It? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's a bit beggy, actually. It's it, it's the ultimate thirst. But then at the same time, what's wrong with a bit of thirst? So what you're saying is you want more people to message you. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. Right, message me. That is not, no, that's not what I'm saying. But I just, I'm feeling, look, I've been through a bit of a down bit recently. And I've tried to keep it up suppressed. Right, under the wraps. Under the Swept wraps. It under the carpet. I don't want to talk about it. It's not. Not that I don't want to talk about it. I just mean I don't want to talk about it here on the public and a public space. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the last couple of weeks, yeah, just, just starting to feel good about myself again. I feel like we live in a world where we where we should be ashamed. I don't know. It's that it's that Instagram world where we all we're all really thirsty, and every other gay guy who's got you know a bit of definition gets the top off, and I kind yeah. of feel like. I've been on that Instagram world. Every day I go on social media and I'm seeing streams and streams of hot guys and hot girls and hot people yeah. on social media. And I just think, God, this gets me down. Are you I'd... following the wrong people, though? Because there is people who are body, body confident. Confident. They'd let the body out all the Follow time. Follow them as well. Right. And I think there's a bit of a mixture, isn't there? But what I'm saying is that a little bit of attention recently has spared me into thinking, you know what, I'm just going to be me. And if I'm really unhappy, then I'll freaking lose weight, won't I? I feel like you don't need to lose weight. Well, that's kind to say, but when I look in the mirror, I feel I do. Not that, let's not bore on with the right. people on the podcast, yeah. but, you know, we've all got things we look at, don't we, that we want to change. Uh, want to chop that off, want to do this. Oh, do- <laughs> girl, you want to what now? <laughs> don't want to chop anything off. Oh, okay. Well, nothing, I want my saggy belly done. That's oh. what I want. <laughs> I want right. that chopping off. As a FFG, as I was right, saying, as an FFG. you get the saggy belly. Or it's not that saggy, man. It's not like a normal stomach, though. Can I say, do you remember when... So you've lost weight, haven't you, Bill? Yeah. And you, you've you got to find arms now because you go to the gym, you've got great legs. Yeah. But just on your stomach area, you've got a tiny bit of sag. It doesn't look bad. It's like a... Do you remember you went to get that laser lipo I... thing and the woman called it a pouch? Yeah, she went, I don't that. know if it'd work on that pouch. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I gagged on my fucking drink. I, I was like, oh, I was like, girl, what? she ain't no kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> kangaroo Paul. <laughs> Hanny. So yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking so but you're working on that and you're at the gym. Yeah, I'm working on my pouch, fucking bitch. I'm fucking working on bitch. that. Um, I just want that. Like, I feel like I'll be happy once that's gone. But then I thought... Well, I'll be happy when I lose weight. I don't think you're ever going to be you're happy. Never gonna, we're never going to be happy, and this is what I'm saying. So recently, I've just been feeling like I'm just going to be trying to be happy. With what you've got. With what I've got. Yeah. And actually, that confidence, I think, is attractive to other to some people. Yeah. Because that's I'm getting messages from guys I never thought I'd get a message from. And I'm like, whoa, hey, baby. Yeah. You sliding in my DMs, girl. <laughs> you slide all over them, honey. Yeah. But, um... So yeah, I'm saying I think everyone should say to yourself this week, I am going to do one self-indulgent thing no matter what that is. Yeah. I'm going to post a thirsty picture. 
and make yourself feel good. Or even maybe it's nothing to do with social media. Maybe it's, I'm going to go to bloody the shop. I'm going to get myself a face mask, a tub of Ben and Jerry's. I'm going to sit at home and finally put that Netflix thing on and make some time for myself this week and make myself feel good. That's what I've done this week, literally. Made myself feel good, throwing face mask on. I'm walking around here like I'm bloody, don't know, George (laughs) Clooney. Does he even fit anymore? Yeah, I feel like he is. I'm shit at remembering celebrity fit names. Oh, I just got a message. Do you know what, though? Go on. Good name for 10 porn stars off the off the wrap. I've got... I can Do name Do you know loads. porn stars' names? Well, I know the porn names, yeah. My favourite's Gabriel Cross, XXX. Oh, my it. God, I've seen him today. Where? On my laptop. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was about to be like, yeah. where was it? Where was it? Yeah, yeah, he's got a cute little bod on him, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, I like that Atlas Grant. Atlas Grant. Oh, he's like a bit don't, of Show me him. I don't know that Daddy one. with hairy chest and he's got a bit of... I think he's like, to me, he's achievable. Right. Does that make sense? Because you have You mean You mean you could cat- get him? Yeah. Different right. categories of porn star. Yeah. Aspirational. Right. Achievable. Yeah. Minging. Do you know what you I mean? You some minging porn minging stars, porn don't you? Stars. But who have... But I don't really mind watching a minging porn star. Mm, puts me off. That's what I'm saying. Atlas Grant's on my achievable list. Let's have a look. <laughs> do you not like him? Oh yeah, achievable. Do you think? Oh yeah, you cheeky bitch. He's got a bit of a belly. I know he looks good in them. Atlas, honey, if you're ever in Manchester, UK, hit is, me up. Is that your type? Would you say? Oh, love hairy, big built. Yeah. What about you? What's the first thing that attracts you to someone? The initial attraction is always looks. Wow. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah? Yeah. And then what? Right, so if we go deeper than looks, it is if they're funny. Really? Yeah. You want to be laughed? You want people to make you laugh? Because like... not being rude, I would not say your ex-boyfriend was very funny. Do you know? Actually, that's a lie. He made me laugh. But we were laughing at him, not with him. Right, okay. <laughs> in in the comfort of me and him, he did make me laugh. Right, okay. But he wasn't he wasn't very confident in a group scenario. Okay. But you're looking for someone now that is hilarious. No, I wouldn't say I, I I wouldn't mind being the funny one. Why don't I set you up on a blind date? I would love that. I'm gonna find someone on my Instagram this week. Right. I'm gonna take some applications. I'm a little bit scared, but excited. And I imagine, gonna... imagine nobody even. Imagine you don't find anyone. They're like, no, absolutely not. I'll be able to hook you up with someone. But if it's a blind date, I actually don't want to see them prior. No, I know. Like first date. I'll organise it. <laughs> yeah, fab. <laughs> but who's gonna pay? You'll have to just agree to split it. We'll just split. Yeah. Well, unless they want to pay. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm not gonna say no. Okay, so if you are listening to this episode. I'm going to do, this week, on my Instagram, I'm going to set Billy up on a blind date. How exciting. The Gossip Gaze. So it's listeners' letters. Hello and welcome to listeners' letters. You said you've got a, uh, oh, sorry, shall I let you finish? No, 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 no. <coughs> you said you've got a juicy one. <gasps> and you've yes. actually not told me what it is yet. No, because... This person messaged me privately. Right, okay. Then said to me, I want this to remain completely anonymous. Okay, fab. Good evening, the gossip gaze. Firstly, I want to thank you for your weekly podcasts. They are fab. You're welcome. 
You're welcome, Hanny. I prefer if I can stay anonymous as the guy in question might be listening. <gasps> dot, dot, dot. I know, yeah. This is so camp, isn't it? Yeah. I'm looking for some advice on how to tell someone you've known for a few years that you like them a little more than a friend. Okay. So, on the surface, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But he goes on, hon. Okay. The issue is, they're in the same circle of friends. So, they have dated one of my other friends... And their breakup was a little messy. Okay. Shall I just keep it quiet or shall I go with my gut, take the risk and tell them that I like them? So we've got a circle of friends here. This person fancies one of them, but they also was going out with somebody else who had a messy breakup within the friendship circle. (laughs) Yeah, basically you've got it dodd on. Right. So I'm getting the impression that these are gay men. Right. So the question is, do you tell them? So they've known... Shall I just keep it quiet or go with my gut? So their gut is to tell them. Yeah. Their initial gut is to tell them. Depends how close you are with the person. And you only they know how they put... This was a messy breakup. To me, my instant reaction is to say, no, bitch, you do not go with one of your friends. Have you ever been in a situation where you fancied one of your friends? Actually, yeah, maybe when I was younger. Right. They weren't all this other story and backstory. It's like, it's just weird. It's just, it would be weird if two friends broke up and you told one of them you fancied them. You've all been friends for ages. If I was the other one, I'd be like, whoa, you're my friend and now you're crushing on my fucking ex. Do you know what I mean? It's like giving your old undies to a charity shop and then seeing your mates in them a couple of weeks later. Is it? Do you know what I mean? Why are you going out with... Is it? I was, I was trying to be funny, but clearly it's not. Um, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's weird. It's like, why are you going with me cast-offs? Why are you going with me ex? What, what? I would not be happy if my one of my friends got with my ex. They were supposed to be my friend. Why uh-huh. are you now getting with my ex? What, we're not, we, we don't even know if they're going to get with each other. Why are you telling my ex you fancy him? Are you my friend or not? Yeah. But then the other part of me goes, you can't control how you feel. Feelings can come from nowhere. You can just be going along with your life and then all of a sudden you've got these feelings in your head and your heart and maybe you need to go with them. And he's saying his gut is, and I feel like I'm completely backtracking here, but yeah, only he knows what he can do here. I feel like you need to sum up the situation. Are you willing to lose a friend over this? Right, of course. Because if your friend finds out that this has happened, how close are they? If it's one of these friends you can live fine without, then I say go for it. Tell this person you fancy them and see what happens. Fuck the other person (gasps) off. You never know that. They might have felt the same. They might have had the messy breakup because they like you. But you also need to be prepared for the situation of this person saying, well, whoa, you're just a friend. And then the ex finding out that you've said it and you've lost two friends. I don't know. My heart is telling me one thing and my head's telling me another. My heart is going for the romanticistical, is that a word? No. Let's make it a word. My heart is going with the romanticistical vision of you falling in love with this person and it was meant to be and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks and two people coming together, you can't help your emotions and no, 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 no. And my head is saying, bitch, you are crazy. Yeah. You are going to lose friends over this. What are you doing? If it's in your gut, Part of me just says, always trust your gut and go with it and see what's what. If it's in your gut, 
I'm tending to lean with you, but I think the best advice we can give is you have got to go into this knowing all of your options here and you've got to be prepared, like you said, Bill, mm. to lose friends. Yeah. Have you ever fancied a friend? Um, yeah, I have. Not They're not my friend now, but I did fancy a friend, yeah. Why are you looking dead in my eye when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Freak! <laughs> no, I'm joking. But I was in a situation where I did fancy a friend, but... And did those feelings go away? Yeah, they, they, they went away. Why? It was, and how? I, I, I had a crush on them. I just knew it could never work logistically. In my head, like, I could never see myself being with this person because I would have lost too many friends. Right. And it would have been too messy and been too... And I knew this. And did you have any connection with that other person? Did that other person give you anything back? If I'm getting something back, then my heart and my feelings can go crazy. But if I'm not getting anything back, I don't know if I want to tell that person I fancy them. Like, in my situation, I just sort of suppressed it and it went away. I'm not saying you should always do that. I think out of all the friends I know, you... You have got a very much, if this is how I feel, I'm going to go with it because I don't want to regret anything later. And you say that to me a lot about a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I say go for things because mainly the stuff you never do is the stuff that you regret. Yeah. It's not the stuff you actually do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's really good advice, really. Also, let us know what you actually do because I I actually want to know what this person does. Yeah. So message us back what you decide, whether you suppress it, leave it or actually tell them. So Adrian says, Dear Gossip Gaze with a Z. Okay, girl, you know the <laughs> any workings. <laughs> Dear Gossip Gaze with a Z. Huge fan, exclamation mark. I've told Danny at length how much help you've been getting me up in the morning. He did. He messaged me to say I listened to you on a Friday morning. You get me out of bed with a smile. He was really kind. Good. And then sent me this. I'll keep you in bed, honey. We're going to keep you in bed, <laughs> honey. Uh, please send me some free merch. Dot, dot, dot. When is the merch coming out, by the way? Question mark. <laughs> Which is kind of cute, but also a bit scary because no one wants both of our faces on a t-shirt, really. Hint, hint. Anyway, so my question is, wink face emoji, dot, dot, dot. I have really bad sleep. Every night is a struggle to get off. So I want to know, do either of you two have any tips for getting a good night in the sack? As I know you both work late nights kiss okay so my biggest biggest talent in the entire world <gasps> it is is i automatic sleep mode automa- i literally it's like i'm a robot do you I know press- who's got that who my dad really my dad has automatic sleep mode it's like something goes off in my head and i'm like three two one oh oh i'm asleep yeah. now it's a nightmare if you're watching a film with you I'm so, if you're comfortable well, you you need a bed of nails so that you don't fall asleep I need you need so, yeah. something yeah I'm as soon as I'm as soon as I know I want to go to sleep I'll be asleep um I always put my t- I do have I do have a little ritual so I like to be naked most of the time when I'm sleeping well you're not when you stay at my house well no obviously but if I'm in my own bed is this relevant to getting a good night's sleep for me yeah I like to be free as a bird Oh, well, I do sleep nude. Yeah. So, well. I like Does everyone bit... sleep nude? A lot of adults that I know sleep completely naked. Yeah, it's best. Yeah. Free the... Nipples. Free, free the nips and tits. <gasps> <laughs> I also... You introduced me to a sleep mask. Oh, my God. I used the... to put... <laughs> I used to put, like, stuff up at my windows. 
Like, <laughs> oh my god, I remember when I met you and you lived in an apartment in Manchester and you went out and bought black, black baby night out plastic closing down shop window tat. Yeah, to put open my windows to make it dark in my room because, like I said, I worked late nights and it was daylight when I got home. I never thought, oh, I'm going to use a sleep mask. So there's actually research done to this. Um, Go on. Blue light stimulates your brain and your brain's activity. So you find it hard to switch off. So that's why people say, oh, I can't sleep, but they're on the phone all night because the blue light from the phone is keeping them awake. Right. So you can actually get... Um, I have Apple, so I can't get it on mine, but I know people with Android phones can get an app that you download and it changes the the overall colour of your screen, so it takes all the blue out. You and can it do that on your phone. Red, can you? Apple, yeah. There's a mode that's like nighttime mode, and it takes all of the colour out, and it goes all weird. What? Yeah. So you put your phone on night mode then? Yes, nighttime mode. So, because people who sit up on the phone all night can't get to sleep. I know I, I do that sometimes. I finish a gig, I'm knackered, I get into bed, turn on my phone, go through some messages. Before I know it, I'm three hours in to a fucking boring youtube hole or twitter hole yeah get rid of your phone if you're up on your phone if you are on your phone and you need to be on your phone for whatever reason get it on night mode to get all that blue light out and definitely get darkness those sleep masks we've got are the best sleep can masks give them a shout out in the world masters of mayfair they are called they're a bit on the pricey side they they're are, not cheap but you got me it for my birthday you, yeah. you went halves with our other mate h yeah and they're 50 quid each aren't they these eye masks yeah. i'm on my second one now they smell like lavender. They've got fresh lavender in. So the lavender is proven to scientifically get you to sleep. Yep. Because it puts you into a deeper sleep. It and it's the, just comfortable. It's the softest material. You don't even feel like you've got anything on your face. Oh. And you put it on and it's black heaven. as night. Black heaven. Also, have you got a lot on your mind? Because sometimes, the only time I don't sleep is if I've got a lot on my mind. But then I put some on the telly and I fall asleep to that. But <gasps> Remember you used to go through that, what was it? Magicians? Uh, the Masked Magician. The Masked Magician. You didn't even watch Masked Magician. Masked Magician was just your, your programme to put on when you wanted to sleep, wasn't it? Yeah. So that's what I mean, a routine. As soon as Masked Magician's on, I, my brain knew it was time for bed. But that's noise as well. I like noise. I put on the Alexa in the bedroom. Yep. Sleep meditation. Do you want to hear a little clip? I just drift off. Do you know? It's like ASMR. Do you know, once, I tried to do this and I used a YouTube one. But it was one of those prank ones. I was fuming. So it started off like this. (laughs) Drifting off to sleep. Yeah. The next thing, it was the exorcist screaming. (laughs) It was, I shit myself. I was like, what the fuck is going on? That's why I don't use the YouTube ones because they can be deceiving. They can prank you. And check the comments as well because then I was looking at the comments being like, you bastard, you got me. But then I saw the comments on other ones where it was like, beautiful. So I just go on yoga healing or whatever, yeah. whatever, spa sounds. And I listen to different things. Listen to sea. The jungle, rain. I like the jungle one. I like the jungle. What are our top five tips for sleeping then, Bill, after that convo? Darkness. Darkness. Get yourself a good quality sleep mask or some blackout card like Billy did in university. (laughs) Number two. (laughs) Relax before you get off your phone. Get off your phone. Chill out. Chill the motherfucker out. Go zen. Zen. Number three, get yourself some lavender 
products. Yeah. I also use Sleepy from Lush, which is a spray say. and a moisturizer. Yeah. And I love it. Not only does I wake up, does that? Not only does I wake up and my skin feels super silky soft, it sends me into this deep mer and tonka, which is the oh, fragrance. I love mer and tonka. Oh, mer and tonka and lavender deep sleep like you've never had before. Mm-hmm. Number four. Get on them spa, chill out, relaxing, zen, fucking sounds, sounds Sleep and sounds. playlists. And number five, if all that fails, get the doctor. The Gossip Gaze. You may remember a couple of episodes ago, we spoke um, about a guy who'd written in and he said he was finding it hard to make friends. Yeah, so he didn't, he, was, he didn't want to go out on the scene. He didn't want to go out on the scene. Didn't he didn't want to, want to drink. Yeah. What is there to do? Well, Billy Andrew, we have got the perfect thing for anyone that wants to make friends that can't or don't know how or don't necessarily socialise in the right groups, haven't we? Outdoor Lives is a charity that has been running for 13 years and hosts a wide range of social outdoor activities for gay, bi and trans guys right across the UK. Outdoor Lads currently have 350 events planned involving a range of activities such as hiking, climbing, um, camping, biking, canoeing, sailing and even mountain expeditions worldwide. Camping? Ooh, Ooh girl. Their social events are held every month across the nation for both new and current members to come to together for a good old catch-up and share their experiences together. So, if anybody is interested, you can head over to OutdoorLads.com for more information. That is OutdoorLads.com for more information. Would you ever do that? I think I'd like to. To see what it's all about? Yeah. Am I into any of those things that you just said, though? No, but they've got 350 events planned across the, the UK. There's got to be one that's for me. Like what? Something that involves not moving much. I was going to say, yeah. What, what, what could we do? I'd go on a walk. I'd go on a gay walk. <laughs> Big day walk. Camping, though. Camping, I was going to say. That gets I a bit that, raunchy. Yeah. I want to go. I do. Ooh, see us there. <laughs> see you at the camping, here. <laughs> We've got victory. What? Have you seen what happened this week in the news? What? The MPs have voted. Oh, yes. Compulsory LGBTQ lessons. Fan bloody tastic. Sex education and relationships. So it starts off in primary schools, learning about different families. So that kid over there might have a mum and dad. That one over there might have just a mum. That one might have just a dad. That one might have two mums. That one might have two dads. So what my question is, is what what's going to happen to all these people that have been protesting? Because there's quite a few schools. Don't want to give them no more names. That, you know, 650 kids were pulled out of the school. Outruled. So, yeah, but it's outruled. So what if they're going to turn around and say, well, we're still pulling our kids out? Is, gonna, is it going to happen what I said? And is the school going to say, you're fine for pulling your kid out? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they'll have to do. Yeah. yeah. Of course. They can't say they're not doing that lesson. We are doing those lessons. We, that's it. When does that come in, do you know? 2020. So, uh, from the year 2020, that is in the school curriculum for what they have to teach. Bloody brilliant. I'm shook, actually. Really? I'm because not. I'm happy. I feel so happy. It's the I first ha- thing this government, I feel personally, I'm not very politically minded. Yeah. But it's one of the first things in recent years that the government have done good for the gays. I think it's going to really have an effect not on our generation but 
the new kids that are growing up now on their mindset in general for when they're growing up. And actually, I think this, the, the general gist of kids now don't care. I don't it's know not like not when we, Well, I know, but when you speak, see young people ever and speak to young people, you know, they really don't care. I've just been talking about a 12-year-old that came to my drag show and sashayed down the runway and deaf dropped and backflipped and flip-flopped up the runway and had the time of his life. When yeah. I was 12, I wouldn't have done that. Kids don't care as much nowadays. And this is going to really help. I agree. And what I hope this helps is I hope this helps those little kids who may be part of those families that have been pulled out of the schools that don't have the support at home, that don't know, that know that it's think that it's wrong that think that if they those little lgbtq kids that that self-hate because yeah. of the way their families are teaching them i'm hoping that in school they'll go oh well maybe my family's wrong yeah of course because there's so many different types of families so many different types of people so many different backgrounds but you just need to educate that we live in a society where we all are one and we all live amongst each other and we all need to accept each other. We've done the protest to say, don't teach our kids this. But what they've actually done... It's made the government go... It's made the government go... Okay. Okay, we're going to make it... We're going to make it compulsory, okay? <laughs> and it's kind of like the biggest fuck you to all these bigots. And it's like, no, yeah. hon. No, hon, you have no power here. Yeah. You cannot silence this. You cannot erase gay people or trans people or lesbian people or bisexual people because we exist and we live happy, healthy lives and we will not be erased. I'm really happy for the teacher that obviously got all this backlash. Yeah. Because he was the one who actually started, started this, started the No Outsiders program and was doing... And I hope the government go to him, promote that beautiful man. Yeah. And say, right, we want you to be part of the people that write this curriculum. As a little side note, have you heard his interview on um, Homo Sapiens? I haven't, no. And what episode, what, what podcast is that? That's Homo Sapiens. Homo Sapiens. With okay, Will I'll Young and Chris Sweeney. Right, okay. Um, he, if you go and listen to that, it's in season two, so it's not the current series. And this was before all of the big backlash that has just happened. So he moved from one store to another. And you hear all these amazing kids who are from all different backgrounds um, saying how people, there's gay people and you can, it's just oh. beautiful. But then obviously there was all this backlash after that got aired. So anyway. Okay, so we're going to check that out then. That's Homo Sapiens. It's in season two. Yeah. Fab. Thanks, Bill. The Gossip Gaze. We have teamed up with the guys over at What A Drag. If you don't already follow them, head over to their Instagram they are What A Drag UK, and they are a beauty supplier, honey. What do they supply, Billy? Wigs, lashes, all your drag needs. All your drag needs, honey. We have teamed up with What A Drag to give you a £100 voucher to spend, okay? Now, you can, just to make this clear, What A Drag are so reasonable, this could get you literally two wigs and a lash bundle. Fab of like three hundred one style lashes and two lace front wigs. We're not talking shit stuff here. We're not talking Smithies. shit. We're talking good stuff, honey. Yeah. So this is maybe if you're starting out, you want to get into drag. You don't want the start up costs. Or you know a drag queen. Presents, birthdays. You could give them Easter's the gift coming up. Oh, girl. Do you do, do you do Easter gifts? You don't do eggs no more. Oh, I don't want no eggs. I don't want no eggs. <laughs> I don't want no bacon. What I want is a hundred pound gift voucher from What a Drag, given to you by the Gossip Gays. Gossip Gays. Gossip Gays. Gossip Gays. Gossip Gays. 
Billy, how do they win this luxury prize? Only available here on the beautiful Gossip Gaze podcast. Okay, so you need to head over to our Instagram page. It's at the Gossip Gaze. We've uploaded an image there that says, what a drag, win £100. Something to that tune. You've not seen the image yet. I've not yes, seen the image. Funny. I love Something how you're like flogging that. something you've not seen. It says, win £100, what a drag gift voucher. It's got our logo on, it's got their logo on, and it's dead simple. Carry on, Bill. You need to like that image. You need to follow us. You need to follow them. Then you need to tag all your friends. Every person you tag includes one entry. Tag your drag queen mates. Tag just your mates. Tag, <laughs> tag your, your nan. Tag, tag your mum. <laughs> tag your next door neighbour's dog if you think it's going to look good in a wig. Basically, <laughs> all you need to be doing is you need to be following us and following them. Yeah. And then you need to tag your mates on the image. You'll see it. It's on our Insta. Mm-hmm. And every person you tag equals one entry. So if you tag 10 people, that's 10 entries. We've got a lot of work cut out, but we want you to get following our Instagram. And that's over at The Gossip Gaze with a Z. The Gossip Gaze. So have you seen Ariana Grande possibly may have just come out as bisexual this right. week? Literally this week. She's got a brand new song out. Have you seen it? No. I, weirdly, I've not heard any. I, I know the song called Monopoly. I heard that. Mm-hmm. She's doing it with her friend, Victoria Monet. Friend? Like, actual friend? Well, I don't know if they're friends. Like, I don't know if they know each other. Like, Who? they hang out, like, and record a podcast on a Monday afternoon when they've got nothing else better to do. But... Right. She's done a song with her. Okay. Um. Anyway, it's gone crazy. People are thinking it's an April Fool because it's dropped on April the 1st. What a weird time. But that would just be a weird April Fool. Would Why would not... anybody just make a joke about the sexuality? They wouldn't. She wouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Someone's even added her at Ariana Grande. If this is an April Fool joke, the bi community will take your toes. Someone has tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to steal your fucking toes, We're going to sh- cut your toes <laughs> off, honey. Um, but basically, there's a lyric in it that says she likes men and women. And it's literally that. Right, has Ariana tweeted this herself or is this from a news website? As of this moment where we are recording it, yeah. she has not mentioned the lyric. However, I've done some of my own personal research. Okay. Pulled the lyrics up. But is are these real lyrics? Well, they're on the Lyric Genius site. Anybody can write them, though. It's like, it's like a Wikipedia. Anybody can write what they want. These are the lyrics on... It's a fucking good song if someone's just made them up. I won't come if there's not a fee. And if they try stopping me, I swerve both ways. Ditch your honour me. I like women and men. Yeah, work so fucking much. Need a twinny twin twin. Yeah, how do you hit the club when you barely got in? They take... I don't know why I'm doing it It like sounds that. like a bop. It sounds like it could be a bop. But basically, I've got the lyrics up in front of me. She says, I like women and men. As clear as that. Right. I'm just, just going to put this out there. So she she is headlining Manchester Pride Festival. And there was a couple of comments that people said, why is she headlining when she's not part of the LGBTQ community? Then she, she wrote back a tweet explaining that she's an ally. Yeah. Why is now she saying that she's bi? And I actually have in front of me that response that you were talking about. It, 
Is this stemming from the backlash, though, or what? Well, she said in that response to someone saying, I feel like you are exploiting the community, she said, Hi, my love, I have nothing to do with ticket pricing because they were moaning about the prices. Right, yeah. Manchester Price sets those rates and they're out of my control. The LGBTQ community has always been so special to me and supportive throughout my entire career. The relationships I have with my LGBTQ fans, friends and family make me so happy. I want to celebrate and support this community regardless of my identity or how people label me. I also want to visit a city that means so much to me oh so actually actually that response going back in time now let's track back she, she didn't say her sexuality then where okay so i'm with you now now i've heard that proper I but when we forgot. read it before we know that you yeah. read that as a sh- as a straight woman which we just presumed yeah but now in this song she's saying i like women and men and i'm thinking maybe she's coming out and she's never actually specified that she is straight anything yeah she's never said as far as i'm aware if this is true Mm -hmm. if she's bisexual and she's one of the most famous musicians in the world at the moment yeah i think this is a massive step this is just exciting news to me i want to she's she could be bi or is she furthermore exploiting the community this is what i mean because Although Lady Dardara said she's bi, I've never seen her in a relationship with a woman. I would love... Not that I'm telling Ariana who she can and can't date, but all her past public people that she's dated are all men. That we know of, weirdly, publicly. I, I really weirdly wanted to prove that she's bi by going out with a woman. Is that weird? Um, No, but I understand the... Do I understand, understand the I mean? feeling. Yeah, it's a bit like... Ugh, yawn is this another celebrity jumping on the bandwagon it's easy to say yeah you know a lot of people said it about miley oh she's just saying it because it's cool and it's this and yeah. why aren't we seeing you with a woman she's pansexual no, 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 no. yeah but i get what you mean well show me show me the receipt yeah like i love ariana grande as we all do we are stands but I just weirdly wanted to prove it, and I don't know why. <laughs> I understand, but then yeah. at the same time, is it? It's not our position to yeah. say prove your sexuality oh, because why? imagine somebody turned around and said that to us, and we'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa!" Bitch. Like yeah, I know. So we can't really say that, but I understand the sentiment and the feeling behind that yeah. you saying that. Yeah. Because you want to know that she's not exploiting us, because it would be actually more hurtful for for her to want to try and exploit the community. I'm not saying that she would ever do that either because obviously frankie grande oh yeah a bro a campus tits brother but wasn't he in a three-way relationship you were telling me the other day yeah so he was in a three-way relationship thruple thruple could you ever do that by the way yeah just just a little side note you could do it do a three-way relationship do you think absolutely yeah oh my god i don't feel like i could i could definitely do it because i would just worry that i would be you are I'd want the other two to be obsessed with me. Okay, okay. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't want you the You would other... worry that... That, wit, that two guys are obsessed with one and the other two actually are not interested and in each other. And you're the one left out. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be the person left out. I could do it as long as the other but two are obsessed with me. But that's you putting your, like, you know, your stereotypical two-way relationship up onto a three-way relationship. Everything would just work differently and it would that would interest me as a person. Yeah. I'm quite sexually charged person, so I like the idea of being able to be with more than one person on that level. I right. think that does interest me. But in reality, whether it's practical and whether the the wider world is ready for that, I mean, 
you know what I mean? I'm thinking things like, right, I'd have to buy a bigger bed. Do you know what I mean? Cooking tea, you're cooking for three. Do you know what I mean? I'd need another, I'd need a bigger sofa. Yeah. Mind you, I can get five on here, but it's not comfy lounging feet up, is yeah. it? You may potentially need another bathroom. That's what I mean. The logistics. However, Frankie Grande did say that it worked for a little bit and then the problems that you have with one person just manifest into you've actually got double the amount of problems because well, two people. We know someone that was in a thruple. So that'd be really interesting to talk to them about that more. Mm. So yeah, side note, I think possibly I could be, or maybe I like the idea in my head and in reality, it would just be like two guys moaning at me that I've not done the dishes rather than just one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'd also hate it because, like, obviously there's arguments in relationships. Imagine the other two were on one side and you were on the other and you just feel completely so backed down. So up on. I'd be like, you two are getting on my wick. And, like, what, do you all sit and cuddle each other? and Quite like that. <laughs> I, I actually wouldn't mind that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. But, yeah, back to Ariana. I understand what you're saying. And I think... Only time will tell. I, I like the fact that she's mentioning it in her music. She's got a, lot, a big audience. She's got a lot of young audience. And back to what we were saying before about educating young people. It's just normalising it more. I like women yeah. and men in a song. Great. It's just normalising it more. I remember the day when people were saying faggots in song, you know? Yeah. As an insult. Yeah. Not for me. Not for me. Thank you. Next. Uh, before we go, Bill, I wanted to say, uh, we are on what episode now? Five. Five. No, six. 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 We're on episode six. six. Yes. We are putting a lot of our time and effort into this. We're enjoying it and we're so thankful and grateful for every single person that is enjoying this with us. Um, please keep rating us, leaving us a review and subscribing to us because it's you guys that are keeping us in the new and noteworthy on um Apple, and also I noticed this week we've managed to make it into the Spotify chart as well in comedy. Amazing. But I want to say it means so much to us because this was completely just a little project from home. It's self-funded. We're loving that you love it. Um, We're having fun as well. So much fun. Yeah. Uh, I want to leave today on a review. We've got a great one here and it says, this is great. I don't know who this is. It says, this is great for everyone. Really enjoy listening to this podcast. As a straight person, I really appreciate the insight into the community that I wouldn't otherwise have insight to. Their perspective on life and society is so refreshing and their good humour and hilarious characters make it a perfect listen for my mornings. And that's from Hallelujah on Apple. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I was the sort of bottom feeder, if you will, in this, in this scenario. Whoop! Scratch that. <laughs> reverse it. You were the what? The bottom feeder. You are a bottom feeder? <laughs> Honey, you can't be telling people you're a bottom feeder. Oh, my. She it's is an Olympic right rimmer. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not swimmer. <laughs> bottom feeder. Yeah, I've the... never heard that in my You've life. Not. A bot? What? Like Wait, an ass licker. Define bottom feeder. Any marine creature that lives on the seabed and feeds by scavenging. And maybe I've done it wrong. Well, hun, I don't think you're the bottom feeder. I think you meant you were like the driving force. Yeah, I was a driving force. Yeah, you were. You really initiated. You were like, we make plans all the time. We don't stick to them. Yeah, uh, this is amazing start to what I hope is an amazing future. 
because I'm really enjoying it and I would honestly like to say thank you so much because we do although it is a only half an hour 40 minute show it is two days actual work a week we yeah. put lot we're putting so much into this the more you guys are reviewing us rating us liking us telling us that you're listening we can see the statistics we know we're getting we're going in the right direction yeah so the more you guys are giving us feedback getting involved with our listeners letters all of that that's what's going to make us keep going at the rate we want to go at thank you so much and we love you next week love you bitches oh i like that love you bitches the gossip gaze ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. United Kingdom, 12 points. Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom. 12 points go to the United Kingdom. Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Rob and James, the hosts of the Euroclip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular. And here's a taste of what you can expect. If the BBC rang you, Petra, to come and host a, a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and for it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK. Queen Lorene, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again? I get goosebumps. No way! Just search The Eurotrip wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>